What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your host and coach, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we're going to go over some incredible things in today's podcast. We're going to be covering how to actually gain some bigger arms, what to do when you catch yourself slipping, and what does an ideal day of eating look like for us, and what is cardio good or bad for fat loss. So we're going to jump right into it, starting with our quotes. My quote for the week is doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. And this one really uh, stuck to me because I think a lot of people actually are too scared to fail that they won't even start. Uh, you know, or you'll really limit yourself, put yourself in a box. But, you know, remove that doubt. You know, worst case, you go out and you don't fully achieve something, but you learn and then you can kind of keep going with it. You know, there's tons of things I wish I started earlier, but get out there. Don't be afraid of failure and definitely don't be a victim to doubt. Well, I think it's funny that uh, you brought that up or actually not funny. I think it's awesome because uh, when I was reading a book the other day, um, it said that we talk to ourselves an average of 50,000 times per day and 80% is negative, such as I shouldn't have said that I shouldn't do this. I'm not going to be able to achieve this. So I think it ties in really well with kind of what I was just learning myself. So once again, like there's so many different things you can do to kind of just transcend your limiting beliefs and just avoid the self-sabotaging language. You know, you can do affirmations, you can, you know, just catch yourself each time you have a negative thought once again just really changing that mindset you know fitness is 100 mental once you can control your mind you can control your body and that's my quote for the week is you know one 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 thing a lot of times uh just the people what they're trying to do is they're just trying to constantly beat themselves up and try to push harder and a lot of the times their mindset isn't there so you know once again if you're not following instagram make sure to follow us colossus fit because even our twitter posts like we posted this a uh, couple days ago there's still lots of great value and uh yeah we just give a bunch of different tips like you know creating new habits to support your mindset change um avoiding the negative thoughts that catch up when they come up um, avoid disempowering and self-sabotage language and these are just a bunch of things you can do when like you said what josh had mentioned was that you know the doubt's going to come up the fear is going to come up so many different things will come up but you know once again we fix that mind everything else will fall into place yeah are you are you your own battery charger or battery drainer you know do you bring yourself up or do you stop yourself from your great ideas so definitely something to consider uh what do you got for thoughts and recommendations this week so uh just one small thing as i i was taking notes the other day because you know i find a lot of um things are just you know going on in the world and and just something that a lot of people can relate to is um anxiety and you know this is the fit healthy and happy podcast i personally have never really like I'm I just I don't have anything that I'm concerned about in terms of like usually I I find ways to kind of combat things and just you know my my mental health's great and stuff but I try to find ways that I can give different suggestions to clients and to listeners and to everything like that so I came across you know some trainings on anxiety with some different tips and I wanted to share it with some people because you know it's very relatable you know just with so many listeners Um, once again you know it's not just about fitness it's also about your mental health as well so you know the top three tips I'd say just to kind of like combat it, to fix it, to help it type stuff is realize and identify the fear, um, call it out. So that's the first step. You know, when you, a lot of times fear just stands for false events appearing real. That's all it is. Similar to even what Josh said, doubt, fear, all that stuff. When you identify it and call it out, that's going to be the first step. Usually we're focused on what can go wrong or we have like this deep fear. Number two is just uh, writing down what's amazing and even thinking of, you know, we always talk about gratitude journaling, but write down what's fantastic, fantabulous, you know, amazing, magnificent, whatever it is, write down what's amazing. Spend three to five minutes, you know, whenever you have that anxiety, you have that, that pain, whatever it is, 
write it down, okay? You know, 150,000 people die each day. So there's something to think about. Being alive, simply being able to move, being able-bodied is absolutely huge. And then write down the ideal outcome a year from now from that specific event that seems to be causing you anxiety. Picture it as if it's gone away, everything's good. You know, it could be stress from a job, from someone else. Write down the ideal outcome a year from now. So I hope you're taking notes. These are the top three things that I think you can you know, handle within five to 10 minutes of having that little bit of anxiety. And I hope this helped once again, if you enjoy this, let us know, but that's just the only thing that was on my mind. And I wanted to share with all of you today. Yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. Definitely something to think about for this week. I don't have too much right now. I've been reading a lot of fitness, uh, you know, content. That's kind of what I've been doubling down on and nothing is really, uh, struck me too uh too much right now but i'm sure i will have something very very soon i guess my only thought and you know once again it's a very recurring thought is how often me and kyle say that we wish we invested more in ourselves earlier because you know it always makes me sad to hear that so many people want change um yet they haven't invested in their physique like i said you know in last week's episode you know, it actually makes me sad uh, to know that I have the ability to help a ton of people, but a lot of people, for whatever reason, think, you know, I'm not going to invest in coaching. I'm not going to invest in seeing this change. And once again, I really just want to hit it home that this is one of the best things you could ever do. On the top link of this episode, you can see a link uh, for um, our coaching, colossusfitness.com. Be sure to check that out and definitely come over to our Instagram at colossusfit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Say hi over there. We've gotten some really impactful messages and it's been amazing connecting uh, more and more with all of you incredible people. We've had some great conversations and heard about people's wins and goals and having able to help a ton of new people, which has just been absolutely exciting. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, uh, it's something that commonly comes up and, you know, we're very fortunate to have helped over a thousand people to date, um, you know, probably somewhere in the 1200 range, just <laughs> achieve a transformation, you know, get some great results between 90 days or, you know, a year or so, whatever, whatever time frame you've been with us. But even myself looking back to when I was kind of like in that 18 to 22 ish range, I really wish I invested because I spent probably two to three years of just, you know, I had Josh helping me a little bit, but it wasn't the same, right? Like sure. He was incredibly knowledgeable he helped me with his workouts and stuff but I just kind of wish that I had invested in at that time into like a, a fitness and health coach and you know when I see someone inquire you know we had someone today who's 18 years old who sent an inquiry I'm like man I'm so passionate like I just you know we're all going to spend two to three hundred dollars a month or whatever it is on some sort of nonsense for me it used to be supplements for some people it might be going out to a dinner it might be the bar you know once again it's not nonsense you you value different things with your money but I just know if you if you trust us and and allow us to take your fitness journey into our own hands for a limit for a certain amount of time at least 90 days um, you will not regret it so once again hit us up we're here for you and uh, yeah right into the client shout out now yeah so we got a huge one this week I'm shouting out my client Victoria uh, she's a freaking beauty you know she came in and she actually had a lot of reservations about coaching she's like you know I'm not too sure if this is the best decision for me like I don't know if I'll actually see results if I'll see change in my abs but you can actually look at her transformation on her page at Colossus Fit we started with a video of her transformation and it will blow you away like it, it is absolutely crazy and I love being able to produce unbelievable transformations like these um, you know once once again, I'm just so proud of it. And she made that jump. She said, you know what? This is absolutely worth the investment. I'm going to do it. And I know she's been super into, um, what were you saying, Kyle? It's um, What did she say? 
I, I don't know, like budgeting and saving and being intelligent with money. There's a certain guy I know she was. Oh, posting. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, yeah. 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 And Ramsey, you know, yeah. she's like, "This is a big investment for me, but I'm going to do it." And it paid off so much. Like now she's feeling better than ever, looking be- better than ever, and absolutely just crushing it. You know, it's just amazing to see what she's being able to do. She even texted me saying that people at the gym have been calling her Anna Varby or something. So if you don't know, like a lot of physique competition girls will do like a lot of. Um, I don't think there's ster- there's something like steroids, but there's like Anavar and Clenbuterol or something else. Um, and people are trying to like you know put her in a box, uh, saying oh she's doing these things when she's not at all. And like you know I've literally been there to kind of direct the work she's put in. And this is just a testament of what hard work does. She's nailed the macro. She's been consistent with the workouts. We had her in the gym. Uh, COVID shut down that gym. She was out and she was crushing home workouts, making no excuses. And you can literally see what happens when you invest. You know. And once again, we've only been together. 14 weeks and this is just the beginning of just incredible incredible change so i'm really inspired and proud of her definitely check out her transformation and show her some love yeah honestly i'll never forget back when she had like supported us for a couple months and i just remember like man you know she was just listening to the podcast and then finally took that leap you know both josh and myself are in the dms and we used to just say you know answer her and give some feedback just be there for her and it was just like incredible i'm like yes Finally, she took that leap and, you know, it's just, it's funny because I even say for anyone who's like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm looking to budget, I'm looking to save money, I'm looking to save time, everything like that. Like, I just believe, you know, even just seeing this transformation with Victoria kind of like, you know, um, just proves it. But I, I truly believe Josh and myself can save you time, money and energy. Uh, you know, three of the most important things in life um, just from signing up with us. So once again, you know, when you're passionate about what you do, you're going to keep talking about it. But um, that's what we do. So, you know, once again, uh, great work, Victoria, really proud to have just been able to support you kind of on the back end and, you know, just see you uh, just kill it. And uh, she's inspiring lots of people, which is, you know, all we could ask for. Um, so yeah, all sure. right, first question. This How do was, I get arms like yours, Kyle? No, this is my question to you. So we posted a uh, a picture on Instagram, you know, a week or two ago, and I asked this question, uh, and I asked Josh because it was a photo of him. I said, "Man, how do I get arms like you? To get arms like me, you don't have to do anything. You don't, you know. I got I got small pipe cleaners, but for you, how do you get arms? How do you gain more size, bigger biceps, bigger triceps? There's a lot of us, you know, may not be relevant to some people, but how do you get bigger arms? Yeah, no, definitely. A lot of people do have the goal to improve their arms. I've helped a lot of people with it. Uh, We have talked about it before, but we love to recover topics. So even if we've answered something or we haven't answered in a while, you're not sure if we've answered it, we love getting your questions. So you can DM us on Instagram and, you know, we're there to answer your questions. And, you know, even as we get, we learn more, we update our situations and live change. I love to re-answer and say things differently. So, um, you know, once again, my, I have common tips for arms and Number one is if you really, really want to make it a point to get bigger, stronger arms, you know, do a full day of training for them. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's a waste, unnecessary. Why do your arms need a full day? But if you really do want to see them improve and blow up, it is really beneficial to kind of dedicate that extra time, just like any other muscle group. By having that dedicated arm day, it's going to go a long way. Um, My next tip is make sure you're training the triceps hard. You know, triceps actually, you know, there's three, right? Try um, and biceps are by two. So, you know, once again, general rhetoric is they make up about 60% of your arm. So by actually blowing up those triceps, you're going to have denser and bigger looking arms. So make sure that you are focusing on both and you are doing, you know, heavy as well as, you know, a lot of hypertrophy and getting the pump 
for those arms. And then my last tip is really focusing on forearms by blowing up those forearms, blowing up your grip strength. You know, it just really adds to a denser, uh, bigger looking, you know, juicier kind of arm. And those are the three things I've really tried to implement to see uh, some significant change. Yeah. Awesome. That was, that was well said. I hope a lot of people got value from that, which I know they did for sure. Next up, what to do when you catch yourself slipping? I usually just honestly give up. I think I just, it's not worth continuing, right? Come on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Honestly, like I, I just, it's one of these questions where I, I totally get where people are coming from. It's hard because you want to, you, you feel the need to do it either one or two, one of two things, make up for it or just say, screw it. And, and I'm done. And both of these things, I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, I've always just been a fan of, you know, understanding personally why, uh, why you're slipping. So actually just like, once again, last week we were talking a little bit about reflecting and like journaling and just getting more in tune with like what's going on. And even one of my uh, awesome clients, you know, this past weekend, um, he was just kind of finding himself, he'd slip here and there. So trying to get to that root of why is the slipping taking place? Like actually spending time thinking, is it because of the situation? Is it because of, um, you know, the, it, whatever it is, it could be a family member bringing uh, different foods. It could be your meal prep running out in the middle of the week. It could be because you're focusing and relying on motivation rather than, you know, discipline. Like there's so many different factors. So that would be the first step for me is actually thinking why, why is this happening? And then figuring out a solution to actually get back on track. It's a two-step formula, figure out why, and then figure out that solution. And once again, like, you know, I've had some people say, Hey man, I went 500, 500 calories over. Should I just, you know, reduce it the next day? I'm not a fan of that because you're going to train yourself to constantly every time it happens to, you know, go do endless cardio or to keep keep decreasing and stuff. I'm just a fan of getting back on track. I've always used the analogy. If you break your phone, your iPhone, you're not going to keep smashing it. You're going to pick it up, try to fix it and, and just, you know, live life, you know, just continuing on. Right. So that's my biggest thing. I'm sure Josh has some feedback, but that's just the way I look at things. I, I used to beat myself up over it. Um, but now I'm very much so just get back on track and realize, you know, one, one salad isn't going to make you fit. And one uh, extra couple hundred calories where you went over, isn't going to, you know, just, uh, inherently hurt you. Yeah, I think Kyle nailed that one. You know, uh, as someone who's had the uh, opportunity to have over a thousand transformations and that number is, you know, rapidly growing, which is awesome. You know, I've really gotten to learn uh, the psychology of the people I work with and where people succeed. And, you know, one one thing I really do want to stress is it's easy, you know, look at me and Kyle, look at all these incredible transformations and think, wow, I don't want to have what it takes. I can't be perfect like that. But, you know, when you have the understanding that no one is perfect and we all make mistakes and we're, you know, all constantly falling and getting up um, and that you messing up isn't anything special, uh, you actually will feel a lot better about it. You know, like it does happen, but what's important is you don't dwell in it. Where people really mess themselves up is, you know, they slip up and then they just continue to spiral downward. I find more than anything, when you acknowledge, oh, I'm starting to slip, I'm starting to get away from my principles, plan take some time to think and say where am i letting myself slip you know what are the catalysts that are resulting in me not being as dialed in or focused as i was before and then jump right back into those good habits one good day will pull you out of a bad day a bad week trust me one great day just feels so good i'm a huge fan of just banking a great workout nailing your nutrition reading a bit getting to bed on time and just being like wow i got this one day i just got to keep that going and like i said time to time you'll come you'll mess up you won't feel the best but it's super important you're honest with yourself and you identify this and most importantly know when to get help if you're someone who was 
you know, in great shape in university, you're an athlete, or, you know, you used to be in great shape before you had a kid or something like that. Um, and then you, you see your weight creeping up, you know, let's say you're 120, and then you become 135, 145. And you're like, uh Oh, you know, you got to catch it before it gets worse. Because eventually, you know, it's a lot tougher for me to do a transformation for someone who's 250 trying to get down to 120 than someone who's, you know, gained 10 or 15 pounds. We want to catch that, stop that, and really uh, get into those new habits. And a big thing I'm passionate about with my online coaching is I don't teach people how to succeed while they're just working with me. I teach them how to succeed for life, you know. So when you catch yourself slipping, you can say, okay, I'm going to tie up those these macros. I'm going to have this specific game plan. I'm going to make these adjustments, and I'm going to succeed. So Big things are be able to identify when you slip, have a plan when you slip, and know when to get help. You know, especially if it keeps happening. If year after year you think you're going to change, you've gained five pounds, ten pounds, fifteen, twenty pounds. Reach out, get help. Something like coaching would be absolutely perfect for you. Or at the least, have an accountability partner and make sure you are starting to go in the right direction. Yeah, it's too bad because you know, adding on to what Josh just said, there's a lot of times people will say, you know what, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep trying, and. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. But at a certain point, you have to realize, okay, something has to change. You know, the quote says, uh, in, I think insanity is this is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's what a lot of times people are doing. You all reach out a couple months later. Hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, you reached out a while back. You said you're not, you know, ready for this. And then they're in the exact same spot. So, you know, just really think about this, reach out for help if you need. But then one other thing I want to mention is I find those that succeed are the ones that have consistent habits and and focus on having a schedule and I find especially from evaluating my online coaching clients recently and the holidays and everything is when you don't really have that routine down like we're all creatures of habit no matter what you say we like habits we like consistency and we like all that stuff if you're just kind of going about your week being super reactive not really meal prepping not even scheduling your gym times not putting in a calendar it's going to be very simple to slip whereas like I encourage everybody to really set that google calendar at the start of the week know exactly when you're going to walk when you're going to stretch when you're going to read when you're going to do everything and it's going to it's going to make such a big impact so that's where i find a lot of people struggle they slip because they don't they just kind of let you know life take control of them right so that's the biggest tip uh, that i'd like to add on uh, before we jump to the next question that's it you're in control of your your trajectory your path uh, we can be our best friend or our worst enemy. You know, we talked about battery drainers and chargers. And me and Kyle constantly say things don't happen to us. They happen because of us. Uh, you know, it's really easy to say, oh, I had a, my first kid or oh, I got a dog. Or I used to be so in shape when I had a more consistent schedule with school or at my old. You know, at the end of the day, you got to say, hey, it is what it is. No matter how many objections or obstacles, how can I plan for it? How can I have this plan to make sure I am succeeding? Because in my opinion, there's no better feeling than knowing you're progressing and growing and becoming a better version of yourself. And there's no worse feeling when you can feel yourself slipping away, knowing you are not living up to your potential. To me, that's what always makes me feel pretty upset is like, you know, we're capable of so much. Like I said, don't put yourself in a box and, you know, think big, dream big and achieve big, which is awesome. So next up, Kyle had the question of what does an ideal day of eating look like for you? And that was from Eduardo. That was, yeah, exactly. So yeah, he asked, uh, which was, is a great question because, you know, we, once again, quite a few people asked us, they said they wanted us to do more, uh, you know, full days of eating on Instagram and stuff, you know, unfortunately it's pretty boring. You know, I'm, I, I, I do like spicing it up. I know Josh and myself, once again, having that habit, having that consistency, you know, I, at the end of the day, I, I just care about having something that's simple, that, that makes sense, that gives me good quality nutrients. And I'm not someone that constantly needs change. Um, for myself, I'll, I'll start with my breakfast. This is exactly what I have at least 
least six days a week and it's super ideal is uh, is, is some sort of smoothie, right? Um, I try to look at something where you can get some sort of veggie, some sort of fruits, a good source of protein and a good source of fat. Um, if I'm not doing a smoothie, it's overnight oats, which is essentially the same concept, right? A good source of carbs, which is the oatmeal, um, some good uh, scoop of protein, as well as, you know, some blueberries and some almond milk, right? So that's kind of ideal for me. Um, I know, Josh, you want to kind of go for your ideal breakfast and then just go back and forth or... Uh, you, you can hit it. I think I've told him a lot. All right, I, yeah. Let's yeah. let you. We know Josh uh, you, loves you his email. You got the mic here. <laughs> we know Josh loves his oatmeal. I just said email, but so that's like my ideal breakfast. And I try to like really. And this is where people struggle: is they just they they don't take control of their eating. They they they're super reactive, you know. And 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 it simply could stem from something like hitting the snooze button. You wake up and then you're super late and then you don't have time to grab something and then you have to stop at Tim Hortons for uh, a crappy croissant with a you know um, non-quality coffee, right? So just planning ahead is huge. This is something I do every single day and you know if I want to spice it up, I'll maybe use some different fruits. If I want to spice up the oatmeal, maybe I'll add chia seeds. Like there's different things you can do. Lunch is just super simple. Every single day, is uh is is some sort of chicken shawarma you know at least i uh, sorry three days a week is a chicken shawarma if i'm at home i'll do some sort of healthy you know i've, I've already pre-cooked my chicken for the week i've barbecued it on sunday so i've got you know six or seven of those available and i'm always looking okay how can i get a good source of carbs um some good chicken a lot of protein that's my biggest priority and some good veggies as well and obviously a little bit of healthy fats and then dinner is the same principle right so i think a lot of times people overcomplicate it dinner usually i just have like a meal prep thing um where you have to cook it. Um, I know some people like to do like the regular meal prep, but I kind of enjoy the variety at, at this aspect where it's always something healthy, higher calories. That's where a lot of people go wrong is they think that these meal prep things can be like super low quality. I mean, sorry, they can be super, um, low calories, but I find even like hello fresh and all that stuff. It's like literally over a thousand calories. So I save a lot of calories for that and make sure that, you know, there's some good veggies in there. Once again, good protein. I usually try to plan my meals around protein. And then, you know, once again, just some sort of carbs, sometimes rice, sometimes potato. I find dinners the one meal I like to switch it up a bit and have some more variety. But aside from that, a few snacks during the day, maybe a banana or two and a protein bar or two if I need. And then that's it, you know, 3000 ish calories. That's ideal. And that's kind of what works best for me. But it definitely wouldn't work best for Josh. It wouldn't work best for a lot of you guys listening. You really have to just plan out what works best for you and and understand why you're doing what you're doing. If you can ask yourself within each meal, where is the value coming from this specific thing? Am I surrounding my meals with protein? Am I getting enough veggies? Am I, you know, getting enough of everything? That's, that's the best thing. Am I hitting my macros? Um, am I binging on something because it's in the house? There's so many different questions to ask yourself, but you know, I just, I find the consistency of the, the, the consistent day in and day out week after week is what works best for me. Yeah. I think, uh, Kyle nailed it there when he said, you know, more than anything, just find what works for you. I find too many people just want to do someone else's meal plan or not put a lot of thought into it. But, um, you know, my whole thing has been the more I can block consistent amounts of food, the more uh, consistent it is for me. You know, if I know what I'm having for breakfast and lunch is similar and I'm okay with that, you know, some people need variety every day and hey, embrace that if that's you. But by me knowing that, it gives me a little bit more freedom for dinner. Um, you know, I've been trying to play around more too with different things so it's less boring. I've been doing some huge salads, which I've really been liking. Um, I, 
went to Montreal, um, Montreal, Canada, and they had this place called Mandy's. If you're around there, shout out. I feel like the locals know it. It's literally these huge salads, like in these massive bowls. And they're so good. And like, you know, you think you're eating like a disgusting amount of food and it's like 600 calories. It's amazing. Um, so I've really been kind of uh, liking that. I like to kind of change it up and I get pretty, you know, hardcore on one type of food and I, I go pretty hard till I get sick of it. I guess I'm like that with music too. You know, I'll hear a song I like and I'll listen to it till it's uh, till it's dead to me. But, you know, you kind of got to embrace what works for you um, and then kind of, you know, work backwards from there, start to plan. And especially we are a big fan of that consistent breakfast because, you know, I have to make a million decisions in a day and I'd rather not have to think about what I need to eat. Just like I'm hungry. Here comes my food. Here we go. Yeah. And, and adding on to what Josh said, and one thing I want to end with this uh, topic is just a lot of times, like you can tell that for the most part, we, we almost have a meal plan, right? Josh is eating the same oatmeal every single day, but the point is that it's a little bit different. There's still variety and there's still freedom. And that's what we find works best for all of our clients and ourselves and just everybody that we've helped is that, you know, having those consistent things is perfect. But when you give yourself something so rigid and non-flexible, that's when it all breaks. And three of my biggest issues issues with meal plans and and if you have one once again it's it, it can work it's not a big issue but a lot of times number one you just don't stick to the plan stick to the plan right people get busy you can't always be prepared your kids get sick your bosses expect you to come for late for work there's someone's birthday you don't feel like having a protein bar at 10 a.m these are some of the things number two is you could follow the plan perfectly and that's an issue because if you're too strict for too long you could end up with disordered eating or just different effects within your mental mental health, your metabolism, your hormone, hormones and everything. And then last but not least, it could just absolutely suck. You follow it for a while and it sucks. You see short-term result, short-term results, but you hate the way of eating. And I used to see, I'll never forget this one guy who um, got a meal plan and he had to have chicken breast, broccoli and rice six times a day. And I remember him texting his coach saying, Hey man, um, am I able to switch it for fish? And he's like, no just stick to the chicken. I was like, man, that is not the way I would want to live my life. But you know, you're going to go crazy. You see another piece of lettuce or four ounces of chicken, you're going to, you know, want to kill yourself. But no, and all joking aside, just that's kind of the way I I look at things. Um, And uh, hopefully that makes sense just for my typical day of eating and what I believe in everything like that. Absolutely. All right. Let's close this out with a quickie one here. Uh, So Kyle, this one is from Randy Gregory. I've heard cardio is bad for fat loss when you've been lifting on a lifting regimen. Randy, my man, where are you hearing this from, bro? I actually sometimes wonder, I'm like, where where are these myths coming from? Randy, you're a great guy. Trust me, I, I believe you are. But where, who has come up with these things? Like, you know, oh, I could, as soon as I hit the gym for, for 59 minutes and 59 seconds, if I go past an hour, I lose all my gains, right? You know, at the end of the day, um, I, I do believe, and, and here's the thing is I understand where, where people come from with myths. Like, you know, even the after 7 PM, you can't have carbs. You know, they think their metabolism slows down. It's, it's something that's been disproven. Same with cardio, right? You always hear cardio is an enemy and you shouldn't be doing it and you're going to lose all your muscle. And it, it also depends on the situation, but I don't really understand where, um, this comes into play. I think cardio gets a bad rep because people only focus on it. And you will hear us say, Hey, listen, don't do too much cardio. But a lot of times people will just do cardio. There's no strength training. There's no focus on protein. There's none of that stuff, only cardio, but in conjunction with a great resistance training routine, a tracking of macros with a focus on protein and either a calorie surplus or deficit, or even maintenance, depending on what you're doing and some cardio to increase that deficit, especially if you're looking to do fat loss, which is what the question is asking. 
perfect, no problem. If you overdo it, that's where it's an issue. Um, but yeah, it's not. It's a great tool to use. I love walking every day. I do cardio consistently within the week. Um, I think it's it's hard for someone who's like trying to put on mass if you do too much cardio. But for the most part, you know, it's a great tool. It's it's not necessary for a fat loss phase. You can get a deficit just through food. But yeah, that's kind of my uh, my answer for that one. Yeah, we said it before. We'll say it again. You know, just start with what your main objective is. If you're someone who wants to do a marathon or triathlon and cardio is number one, do that. Worry about lifting after. If you're someone who wants to improve your composition, gain lean, lean muscle and reduce fat, definitely start with the gym, then transition into that. But once again, a lot of this stuff is uh, context dependent, um, and that's why it's hard to give universal answers. But I will say for 99% of people, I doubt you're doing too much cardio. Um, you know, a lot of people don't love doing cardio anyways. Um, and in particular, you know, doing a little bit is important, obviously for your heart health, for, you know, just learning to push in different ways to improve uh, aerobic capacity. You know, all these things do have their inherent value. So don't discount the importance of one or the other. I find where a lot of people shoot themselves in the foot is they're super on one side of the fence or the other. You know, I do cardio or I do weight training. You know, there's no reason you can't incorporate both. Um, so it's something to be mindful of. But we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We appreciate every single one of you. Kyle had a great idea, and he wants to start us doing a review of the day. We heard this from another podcast, and we thought this was awesome. We've had some really, really nice reviews, and we actually do read every single one. Um, so thank you to every single one who takes the time to leave us a review. It really means the world. You know, We had a goal last year to get to 200. We did that. I'd really like to see us get to 300 this year, um, which would be absolutely awesome. So we're going to shout out Ashley NT for her review this uh, week. And she said, I love listening to you guys. I've been binge listening to your podcast and steadily getting through them all. And what I've especially loved lately is a lot of people saying that they've been binging the episodes, loving them to death, doing some great things. And even here, she said, you guys share so much great information are also funny, which is awesome. I am now subscribed to you on Spotify and here came over here to write a review because I couldn't figure out how to on Spotify. So you cannot unfortunately leave reviews on Spotify yet, but you can on Apple and it would mean the world if you would leave one there. You just go to the podcast app, search our podcast, um, click five stars and then click write a review. And then we can kind of hear what everyone has to say. But to finish up, she said, I've learned so much and it keeps me motivated to work out, crush my goals, think positively. And I really want to start a gratitude journal soon. And this is such a great idea. Thank you guys for the awesome podcast. Keep up the great work. So thank you, Ashley. And I love hearing how people take what we say and implement it to live fitter, healthier, and happier lives. Cause you know, that is our mission. That is what we're about. And we're really thankful we have the opportunity to do that. So thank you to everyone who listened, especially if you listen right to here, you're awesome. Once again, coaching is the first link in the description down below. Uh, you can check out our Instagram at Colossus Fit. And if you haven't already, please leave a review. Peace and love always.